0: and mud show is on news radio 610 WYOT. It is Thirty Five. Welcome back. All week you've had uh, the debate and, and the conversation going on once again about Afghanistan and over the past couple of days had the hearings of the joint chiefs before Congress first the Senate Yesterday before the House. And there was one point, and it was actually happening about the time we wrapped up this show yesterday. I uh, saw Congressman Mike Waltz on TV, and pretty much as soon as I turned the mic off, I went ahead and and cranked that up real quick so I could hear what he had going on. And and then I just wanted to stay standing and, and applaud. Because what he was able to literally illustrate was telling Dire, perhaps, but telling. That is that ultimately, this administration has put us in a position to where we are reliant on the Pakistani government that harbored Osama bin Laden for airspace and our quasi-whatever arrangement with the Taliban to have any kind of intelligence in the region. And by the time that we actually can get to that place, we have next to no fuel to do anything anyway. Congressman Mike Waltz joining us now. That was brilliantly done yesterday, sir. Thank you for doing it. Well, thank you.
1: Sad that, um, sad that we have to. Uh, sad that uh, our, our, our generals uh, and the Secretary of Defense isn't laying that out for the American people. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's that's why we need more veterans in Congress who knows know how these things work. I've had to call in drone strikes. I understand their limitations. And the President of the United States is selling Americans a fiction that we can do over in Afghanistan, a landlocked country where we have no bases anymore. We gave them away. We have no bases even in the neighboring countries. Uh, and we have no allies on the ground. We have no intelligence on the ground. And as you mentioned rightly, we're dependent on the Pakistani government who is a state sponsor of terrorism uh, for overflight and that we can keep America just as safe with just drones given all those restrictions as we do in other parts of the world uh, like Syria or Yemen where we have bases, we have ocean access, uh, ocean access we have uh, people on the ground. It's It's a farce. And what has me so upset is we're, one, Leading, he's leading the country down the road to another 9-11, San Bernardino, Pulse nightclub. And two, it's not a matter of if but when Al-Qaeda comes roaring back. The Taliban has their caliphate. Al-Qaeda is going to be right in their wake. And three, future American soldiers are going to have to go back to clean up this mess, just like they had to go back to clean up Obama's mess when he yanked us out of Iraq, except it's going to be far
0: worse. Talking to Florida Congressman Mike Waltz, who ended up putting on a a brilliant performance illustrating the truth before the hearing of the Joint Chiefs yesterday in the House. Congressman, subsequent to yesterday's hearing, was there any follow-up by anybody with you?
1: Uh, There will be. We are going to have a classified hearing uh, where uh, the the Pentagon, I I think in in a more closed setting, is going to try to walk us through their plans. Um, but I can tell you, I know geography and I've had to do this before. Uh, and those drones, you know, as you mentioned in the opener, they're, they run out of 75 to 80% of their gas before they even get there. The Pakistanis can airspace. And I don't know that we're prepared to start shooting down Pakistani F-16s to get our drones in. And as you mentioned, we've got nothing on the ground. So, you know, we'll see what they present, but that's, that's what comes. Uh, that's what comes next. But, you know, the other thing that came out is just the total disconnect and lies uh, that's going on. You know, Biden says Al Qaeda is gone in Afghanistan. His generals and intelligence officials say, no, they're actually there and they intend to attack us again. Biden says we have no national interest. I think it's in our national interest to prevent another 9-11. The generals do, too. And the thing that I can't figure out is if you have The field general, the general in charge of the Middle East and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs and the intelligence officials all telling Biden one thing. And then he does another. Whose advice is he listening to, Brian? And you know what I what this smells of for me is Susan Rice and John Kerry and all the people that led to the disasters of the Obama administration. They're still sitting there in the West Wing. And I want to know who's in the, uh, the president's ear taking this country. You know, down this road to disaster.
0: Yeah, Susan Rice and Benghazi is actually the very first thing that came to mind when you asked that question, and I, uh, you know, I, I have no doubt that you have a greater grasp of that than I do. Uh, so I take your word at it. Uh, a couple. Well, uh, very quickly,
1: You know, they also that was the same crew. I call it the O. Biden crew that also d- thought the Bergdahl trade was a good idea. By the right. way, those terrorists that we traded for Bergdahl are now in charge. Thought the Iran deal was a good idea, sent so it to cash, left our hostages behind. It's all the same failed appeasement uh, uh, strategy, and 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 we're seeing the results of it in just what ten months of them being back
0: in charge. Well, in you know, going back to the intelligence aspect of it for a moment as well. Sure, I think we we have such a a catastrophic reality that we were already presented with. You know what you illustrated and what the current reality is is worse than what it was during the ridiculous withdrawal in which we knew the entire world knew for a minimum of 15 hours hey there's going to be a terror attack at the airport yet our intelligence was so inadequate that it was allowed to happen literally at the feet of our soldiers and that's subsequent to that our intelligence was so incredibly flawed now, we know there's going to be this ISIS-K terror attack the next day, and we did it. All right, we took out a family of humanitarians. I mean, th- we had catastrophic failures when we still had people on the ground. What are we up against now?
1: Yeah, that's right, and and I think that exemplifies what we're going to face nationally. Uh, whenever you rely on terrorists to screen for other terrorists, uh, it's not going to go so well uh, and, and you're right, because we have so few things on the ground, we couldn't verify that uh, whether those were civilians or the actual target. I can tell you, having had drones overhead ready to strike, I always had somebody on the ground uh, get close enough to say, yep, that's your guy, or no, that's a car full of kids. No, those aren't explosives being loaded into the car. Those are water jugs. Right. Uh it, You have signals intelligence, you have imagery, you have all types of other intelligence. Well, now we have none of those to verify what that drone operator is seeing. And in this case, we'll only be seeing for a few minutes before they have to fly all the way back to their bases thousands of miles uh away. So uh, we're in a far worse position. In fact, I think we're in a worse position than we were before uh 2001. Our defenses are here better at home. But our ability to understand what's coming over there, uh, if we're not blind, we're legally blind. Uh, We're we're close.
0: Congressman, I don't ask this for it to be self-serving for you. I ask it because I feel it and I get frustrated for you. And I'm hoping that there'll be a different answer than what I perceive. Your retired Green Beret, who served over there, you know more than probably the Joint Chiefs do at what goes on on the ground over there and who these players are at their core. You certainly know more than most of the other members of Congress. I can't speak to the Joint Chiefs, though I'm interested to hear your opinion, but certainly I got the feel from your Democratic colleagues on that committee, you don't get the level of respect that you have more than earned based upon your service and your command of this situation. Is that my perception or is that the reality?
1: Well, in terms of respect for my Democratic colleagues or from the from
0: uh, the military, is that what you're, you Uh, know, uh, do they respect who you are, what you've done and what you know?
1: You know, I I have to tell you, things are often very different in private. Right. Uh, And and I do think there is a healthy respect, particularly with the veterans, uh, the Democrat veterans on the other side of the aisle. But, you know, then when it comes uh, to public and same uh, with the generals as well. Uh, you know, th- that's when politics comes into play, and it's politics of the worst kind because we owe it to the American people, to our families who depend on us to keep them safe, uh, to level with them, that they are far less safe now. Uh, and for the Secretary of Defense yesterday to say, well, we just did a strike uh, just this past week in Syria, so and to imply that we can do that over in Afghanistan the same way is misleading uh, or it's completely ignorant. Because we have people on the ground in Syria. We have bases in Jordan next door. We have bases in Turkey next door. We have all kinds of other tools to stay on top of these terrorist groups in places like Syria or Yemen, uh, or, or Somalia than we do for the reasons we just talked about in landlocked Afghanistan with nothing, uh, anywhere near, uh, what we need. So, you yeah, know, look, there's a level, there's absolutely a level of respect in, 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 private but when it comes to public it's politics man
0: gotcha all right may god bless you and always appreciate the service they gave us over there and then i'm appreciative of your service in congress right now keep up the good fight well we'll stay on top of
1: this brian because the problem isn't going to go away biden can stick his head in the sand and wish it away but the terrorists are at war with us and the war on terrorism is not over
0: congressman mike waltz we'll be right back taking a look at the border with todd bensman the Center for Immigration Studies next here at the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio six ten WIOD.